Hello and welcome to the MET podcast, the music education and technology podcast hosted by Paul Shimmons and Chris Russell. In this podcast, Paul and Chris interview Mark Shelton, who is an author and a percussionist who uh, recently wrote a book called Give Me a Tablet, which is a book based around iOS and helps teachers create percussion ensembles using the iPad with all the resources in the book. We were having some issues with SoundCloud, our year subscription to SoundCloud expired, and we were a little bit nervous about the future of SoundCloud. So as a result, uh, I think we finally found an answer. We're going to be hosting our podcast in archive.org and then uh, creating an RSS feed from those files in WordPress and then uh, uploading that to FeedBurner into Apple Podcasts. So uh, the feed should auto-update from now on. Uh, We'll keep an eye on it, but uh, hopefully this is a uh, cost-free way to host the podcast and to keep it going in this second year. It's hard to believe that it's already been a year. So um, in this podcast, my voice, I'm Chris, by the way, uh, my voice is gone. So Paul does most of the speaking with Mark and uh, you get to hear about Mark's book and uh, sort of its influence and what Mark hopes comes out of that book. So after the short break, you'll hear the interview with Paul, myself, Chris, and Mark, uh, Mark Shelton, who wrote a book called Give Me a Tablet. By the way, you can order that book. Uh, It's a Heritage Press book. And uh, you can order it from your local music dealer or from any online dealer. Good afternoon. At least it's afternoon here. I am um, coming to you along with my co-host, Chris Russell. And today we also have uh, Mark Shelton with us as well, who has written um, a book called Give Me a Tablet. Uh, Why don't you guys say hi and tell the listeners where you're coming from. Hello, everyone. Mark Shelton here, and I'm in Louisville, Texas, a suburb of the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. So it's it's around 74 here today. Man, oh man, it's it's winter. <laughs> 74 in winter. That's funny. Chris, what's it get down to in winter time where you are? Uh, I think we saw minus 40 one year, so it's kind of interesting. Uh, so, Mark, t- what prompted you to write this book? I've written some books for Heritage Music Press, and Heritage Music Press has been a leader in interactive whiteboard technology for elementary music. And so my editor was talking to me about the interactive whiteboard technology, and I started thinking about that. And the more I thought about it, I thought, maybe actually something for the iPad would be good. And then my wife, though, and my wife used to be a school teacher. Well, she is now. She used to be a band director. And then she was a freelance musician for many years. And now she teaches high school math. But she has to deal with technology a lot. And so we were talking, and she had the idea of some sort of book that would have compositions you could play on the iPad and using apps. So that's that's kind of the the story behind how it got started. And I guess I didn't even ask this. I don't even know for sure. What's your background, Mark? Where did where are you coming from all this at? 
I'm a freelance musician here in the Dallas area. I own Mark Shelton Productions, and I perform. I have a one-man show. I'm a percussionist. I have a one-man show that I sell. So I perform as a soloist. Uh, for many years, I had a world music group, Ten Roof Tango, that toured. But my bachelor's degree is in music education, and I was a high school and junior high band director uh, many years ago, right after music was invented. Uh, and then uh, I went to graduate school, got a degree in percussion performance, and I've been making my living as a performer all these years, but I have still kept my hand in education with clinics, master classes, and a lot of arts and education programs uh, for schools. And as I've played these assembly programs for schools, sometimes I would be called on to present workshops in the classroom. And so over the years, I have probably conducted maybe 1,500 or so workshops for elementary students. So, you know, after, after teaching high school and junior high and then teaching college, because uh, I had a graduate teaching assistantship years ago, and then I also taught the University of North Carolina at Wilmington years ago, after teaching those those ages, suddenly I was teaching elementary, and boy, oh boy, what a change that was to get my, my head around that. So that gives me a background with elementary music education. You mentioned doing the whiteboard stuff. Is that when you were doing whiteboard experiences? or I, No, I didn't get involved in, in the, the whiteboard thing. Uh, like I said, yeah, yeah. The my editor at Heritage Music Press was talking to me about perhaps getting involved with that, but like I said, as I thought more about it, I thought you know maybe something something for the iPad, since so many school districts have moved in that direction. So talk to us more about this book. You've got this book about doing electronic music with an iPad. Oh, I suppose it would carry over to any tablet or phone, right? All of the apps are iOS, so it's it's limited to the iPad uh, or an iPhone, but yes, yeah, some sort of iOS device. The book is in two sections, and I started out writing little pieces that could be played with apps on the iPad, and after I composed a number of these ensemble pieces, I started thinking perhaps in addition to the ensembles, some sort of activities that could be done just by one student sitting at their desk or in collaboration with just a few students. So they weren't really performance pieces, but just activities that could serve merely as learning tools or maybe warm-ups to play the ensemble pieces. So there's, for example, uh, oh, and the emphasis is on easy, very easy. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm fall out of the tree easy on this stuff, you know. Uh, 
it says grades three through six, so right, right, yeah, and you know, I I end up erasing uh, a lot of beams, you know, like I'm. <laughs> Let's get some more quarters and eighth notes in there. Yeah, I keep <laughs> I keep it easy uh, on this. Uh, for example, uh, I use uh, there's an app iBuzz that I have written some pieces for, and at least one activity, and it's just one big red button on the screen. That's it. Now you can go into the menu and you change the sounds, but as far as the actual trigger, boom, it's just one big red button. You know, wh what could be easier? And, you know, I, w the, there's teachers out there that are maybe a little skittish about technology and corporate in the classroom, and I, I've got an eye toward them when I'm writing this book. Uh, things that are just easy, the apps that can be figured out. I like to think of myself as the king of intuitive, you know, it, the, the great judge of intuitive. If I get a hold of an app and I can't get it working within, you know, a few clicks or so, it wasn't going to make it into the book. How many apps did you uh, kind of throw out? Oh, my goodness. Uh, there's probably only about maybe eight or ten in the whole yeah in the whole book is there a list of the apps that you used in the book or is you just kind of have to dig through and kind of have to dig through there yeah uh but a few of them i used i mentioned ibuzz keezy which is a great sampler app keezy and then another one Keezy Drummer, also Rhythm Pad, uh, Bebot, Padatap, all these very easy, and uh, most of these in the book are free. There's a free version of them. I was just going to ask that question is how much do these cost? So most of these are free ones. All right, good. And I think that's important. You got, you know, these lessons that go in and say, hey, with this app, this is what's a possibility that you could do with the kids with them. I like that. Chris, what do you got? Well, the book is laid out with ensemble pieces, too. So you've got a, a situation where certain students are doing certain things almost like a rhythm ensemble, right? That's that's kind of how part of it is, is laid out. Yeah, very rhythmic stuff. Yeah, I, I'm a percussionist, so yeah. But I mean, it's kind of an interesting approach where you're actually using the iPad more or less most of the time as as a rhythm instrument, which is kind of an interesting approach versus more of a melodic instrument, if that makes sense. It's kind of a, a neat approach to see because most of the time we're focused on melody, I think, with these devices. And even with GarageBand, um, you know, you can lay out a harmony, you can lay out a drum beat, but really what's what's you're trying to create then is a melody. It's It's kind of a neat deal to be looking at this you know, um, ensemble work really for, for iPad. It's kind of a neat approach. Right. Yeah. And, and so I had to make sure that because these things were going to be rhythmic, that the latency level was, you know, really low. The response time between touching it and getting the sound to, to be produced, you know, it had to be just immediate. 
and and I'll say this, you know, the the iOS, they've got that cooking. Yeah. <laughs> but but still, you know, I had to make sure that those things would really trigger immediately because of the rhythmic aspect of things. And I've had some interesting experiences uh, leading some professional development workshops with teachers. And so actually having these teachers come up and I've, I'll have, you know, six iPads up there and, you know, these music teachers are, are playing you know, some of these pieces. Have you had a chance to, oh, to try the the book with anybody or has anybody been working through the book that you know of that you've you've seen how they're they're using it and how they're modifying it or, or what they're doing with it? The book only came out oh just a few months ago and it was coming out toward the end of the school year. So, you know, now I hope people are finding out about it, purchasing the book and using it. My experience so far has been limited, as I said, to some professional development workshops I've led with teachers, but feedback's been positive. You know, people just having fun playing these things. You know, just (laughs) the Keezy, that app, it's a sampler. Uh, I've got an activity in there where... Uh, you you can sample found sounds around the area and then you play them back in a rhythm and so you're orchestrating this rhythm and so I could just divide the teachers into a group and send them out into the hall for you know 15 minutes to come back and you know they might be coming back with toilet flushing sampled or, or whatever sounds about like middle school kids yeah and Chris I think that's a good point to make I'm looking through this book and I didn't really catch that fact that you really there there isn't any melody notated in here, is there, Mark? There's not. No, their uh, touch tune is uh, one of the the pieces in there, and with that you're playing a melody, but all you're doing is you're playing that rhythm on an app, and it's kind of this arbitrary melodic contour that you're you're putting in yourself it's kind of left to happenstance a little bit i think you get to pick a key or a scale or something right yeah some chance music in there yeah which again i think that fits with the core audience here with grades three through six i think that makes it really approachable for any of those kids and these ensemble the ensemble pieces have there's a couple of lines that are harder so if you have more advanced kids those kids can do some of those harder parts and then the kids that need some easier music, there's some easier music in there too. And teachers making them aware that they can incorporate technology. Let's just say that uh, you know the assistant principal says to you on Tuesday, I'm coming in to observe you on Friday. Oh, and by the way, I really hope to see some technology being used. And... Then suddenly the next day, the assistant principal says, oh, something came up. I'm coming in tomorrow. (laughs) By the way, I hope to see some technology being used. You know, if a teacher knows, looks at a lesson plan and says, oh, man, tomorrow we were going to clap rhythms. Well, if they know, well, wait a second, I can just bring out iBuzz and we can buzz 
the rhythms instead of clapping them. Boom, I'm meeting that technology expectation or I can bring up rhythm pad and we can, everyone can call up a snare drum sample and play that instead of clapping the rhythms. So it's so, it's so easy, you know, to incorporate technology just in, in the, the regular things you do from day to day. If you just are aware of some of these very simple apps that you can use. I think that's part of the problem that teachers have is we're so downloaded with, um, well, download is not the right word, but we, we, burdened with all these other tasks that we have is a lot of times we don't take time to play with these apps and we don't take a time to figure out, oh, how could I do something like, like you said, with just doing rhythms on an app with an iPad up front instead of having everybody clap it. I like how this book gives... You know, as music teachers, we always like to have something up in front of us, music, kind of a, um, a guideline for the kids to follow. And these things are just so in- easy. Any music teacher could follow this stuff with any group of kids. Mark, you want to talk about the resources that come with the book, too, that you've included? I think this is important for folks to know because if you look at the book, there's a bunch of scores and then there's the activities, but... On the CD, there are performances of the ensembles and the activities, plus the parts are on there. So you're getting all the parts, and they're reproducible. They come with a a license to reproduce them for your students. So you can either project them or print them off from the CD. So it's it's a pretty good deal, actually, you know, to get all of that uh, coming to you on that disc. Are the scores on that disc as well? No, the scores are in the book. So it's the individual parts that are broken down in the on the CD. That'd be something for you to stick on there is, are the scores, too, because, like, all my music is all on my iPad. So as a teacher, I'd love to have those scores on my iPad as well. And it'd be nice, you're already putting the parts on there, it would just be an extra step for, for you guys just to put those scores on that CD-ROM as well. Yeah, if you ever come out with a version 2, yeah, you know, that. Um, and it, incidentally, too, is that you know, with the, the popularity of the Chromebook and the growing number of uh, touchscreen Chromebooks that we're starting to see now, um, the discussion is going to, allow itself to morph to some of the apps that you might be able to find and use with with Chrome too as well. So if, if you ever do that version two, you'll have to make it make sure that it's it's Chrome friendly as well. That will make it more applicable to a lot of schools that are just getting Chromebooks and are told, here you go. So it's another thing to think about. Right. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see which, if any, of the platforms wins out <laughs> as, the, as time goes on, you know, uh, uh, so many districts have bought into iOS, you know, the iPad, but some are going with the Chromebooks, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see where the market goes on all that. I think, you know, the materials in the book, um, you know, Mark, you, you've gone through and you've kind of hooked a iOS app up with a lot of these things, like the buzzer bop activity you know you're talking about using that in the rhythm pad but somebody with a chromebook all you have to do is find an alternative app 
that does the same sort of stuff and hopefully you can find one that does a lot of these rhythm and they're just making rhythms is what they're doing so it's not that hard and i like having the printed scores and the parts available right there yeah sure oh you, you can find it as long as it you know responds you know correctly has low latency yeah sure you can find it in another app having those printed resources you know a lot of times I, i've known so many band directors that go uh, my band kids have an iPad. What do I do with it now? <laughs> you know, and this is a simple solution. Well, here's an ensemble. You guys understand how playing ensembles, instead of using your traditional drum and snare drum and clarinet, use your iPad and a few apps. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I keep wondering how far we are away from, you know, everybody in band. You know, there's no more method books, no more printed you know, paper and ink and method books too. You know, it's how soon are we going to before we get there? You think? Well, that's a sore point on my part because we've made zero progress in that over the eight years of the iPad or whatever. It's it's a zero zero progress in that regard. Yep. Very. I don't. Well, music is just now breaking ground. I mean, they've got a few orchestras that they've worked with, but. <laughs> I don't, I don't know anybody that's using iPads for all their music. Do you, Chris? Well, I do, but I'm, I'm kind of unique, though. But I'm talking, like, in terms of, like, method books for kids. And there's even, like, interactive method books on the iBook store, you know, where it's an in, interactive iBook. And I don't even know how many, you know, like, how Leonard is selling of those either. You know what I mean? It's, it's interesting. It seems like directors are still all buying the paper book for, what is it, 1095 now or whatever for you know, Essential Elements Book 1, it's the standard of excellence, whatever it might be, you know. Mark, how many schools down your way are one-to-one? -one? I don't know uh, how many. Uh, here, I, I'm in Louisville School District, uh, and I'm not sure if that district is one-to-one, -one, but there was a push to get iPads in here in the high schools. But I, I'm not sure if it's totally one-to-one -one yet. I know there's only like four band directors that I know that have iPads for all their kids. And that's only like in the high school or maybe just the middle school. And that's that's not very many schools. Well, yeah, that's another thing about this. I mean, you've, uh, you know, some places might have the, the iPad cart, you know, where they've got, yeah. So the music teacher can roll that down. You know, when they need it. And, of course, that's a good thing about your book, too, is we don't need a whole classroom of iPads. What's the the largest ensemble in here is what, like five, six parts? Uh, let's see. Uh, there's the uh, the Latin one that's in there, and that's probably the most parts, and that's Techno Guava Jelly. Yeah, and that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven parts there. That's that's the most. A lot of them are for four parts. I see, a couple five parts. But there there's uh oh for example there's one in there called preposition groove and actually that could be done on one iPad with four people playing, and they're all on the corners playing. Yeah, what app was that? Uh, that is Keezy. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorites. It, that just that thing is free. There's no ads that pop up on it, and it is just drop dead working. 
yeah and it's so much fun just to, to be able to sample anything trigger it play it back right in time out of all the apps that you used which one was your favorite for this book oh i i think keezy yeah, uh, yeah. Right. it's just so flexible so many things you could do with it yeah yeah and like you said you can have four players on one ipad too yeah more kids involved Yay. so it's you know one piano four hands one ipad four hands you know, that makes me think of Rockmate. That app was just recently updated. It was one of them that disappeared with the with the big, you know, iOS 11 deal. But Rockmate came back just recently. And that's another app that you can have a drummer, a bass player, a piano player, and a camera with the other one, a second, maybe a second guitar player or something. But uh, you can have four kids going at once. Kind of another one of those solutions. I don't know of any other ones besides those two. GarageBand does... Does it? Do they allow two players on each side of that? Well, GarageBand will do a jam session if you're on the same network, so you can actually all play together, but not two players on the same instrument. All right. There is one more app that does a two. It has like a keyboard on one side and a keyboard on the other side, but I can't remember off the top of my head which one it is. So, Mark, what other um, books have you written and, and compositions do you have out there, too? That'd be a good question. Okay. Uh, and... The ones I'm going to mention right now, these books are published by Heritage Music Press, Lorenz, uh, Give Me a Groove, and that's 18 grooves. Uh, there's rock, swing, Cajun, etc., and there are grooves that are orchestrated for instruments you would find in an elementary classroom. And so in the book, you'd see the drum set part, and then you would also see that, let's say, a rock beat that's orchestrated for maybe shaker, tambourine, djembe, and kibasa, right? And, and with that, though, there are also melodies that are appropriate for recorder uh, or barred percussion. So that's Give Me a Groove. Uh, also, give me a bucket, and <laughs> those are bucket drumming ensembles. That book has actually done quite well. Uh, I'm, I love finding things on YouTube where teachers are using "Give Me a Bucket" with their students. Uh, so, give me a bucket, uh, and those are ensembles for buckets. Uh, found soundology is another one and those are ensembles for found sounds in some cases i'm making some suggestions and it's up to the students to figure out what they want to use for some of the pieces but there's also some body music in that one so found soundology and then this one of course give me a tablet uh, and then there's another one that we're working on right now, and it's another bucket drumming book, but these are super easy grooves and ensembles for buckets. And when I say easy, I mean easy. I mean, I would be sitting at the coffee shop working on it and thinking, wait a second, is this too easy? And then I think, no, no, we're going for easy. So... Uh, easy. Uh, then I have some compositions for keyboard percussion. Uh, 
piece called Atrium Dance for Solo Marimba. It's published by Honey Rock. And then Permus Publications uh, has a piece of mine, uh, well, a couple pieces. A piece for Solo Glockenspiel, What the Stars Have Always Known, and then a Marimba piece called Friday's Cascara. And then a super easy ensemble for three glockenspiels and another percussionist uh, it's joy to the world and so if you're wondering band directors out there what can i use that bell kit for <laughs> around christmas time yeah it fits right on that thing um and i like you know i saw this in your book too i was going to mention this earlier but i forgot um i like how you've got information about each little ensemble and how you can incorporate the apps but then you also have a little teaching suggestions section on almost all of these don't you right right yeah yeah i i want to make it easy uh you know I, my wife she teaches like i said high school math and i see that woman at the table at night working on those lesson plans and whenever i she could be hanging with me doing something <laughs> and so i know how hard teachers work i was one myself i know how that whole planning thing goes and so hopefully this book can you know give you teachers a little more free time with all the time i took putting those those uh, teaching suggestions together yeah i think so um and you have a website mark is that the best spot for people to go yeah all right yeah, and you can also, I have a, a YouTube channel. Uh, it's youtube.com slash Mark Shelton Music, and I've got about 100 videos there. A lot of those are short tutorials on percussion, and so band directors and actually even elementary teachers that are working with percussion can find out some some techniques on triangle, tambourine, crash cymbals, snare drum, and more. Is that something that the the students should go watch or the teacher? Oh, either one. Yeah, yeah. Students, uh, I, I think, will get a kick out of it. Um, uh, I, I I try to put some funny stuff in there. <laughs> it's always good. Uh, I like to tell this story that. Uh, it's been a while back that uh, I got this email just out of the blue and it said is it okay if I use your picture on a t-shirt I thought boy now this is just random and weird what is this and so I you know hit reply and I said "Uh, who is this and why do you want to use my picture the answer comes back it's this middle school boy and he is over in Qatar. Yeah, Qatar, that Qatar. And he says, we're students in the American school here in Qatar. And when we don't know how to do something in percussion, our teacher has us watch your videos. And so because we've learned so much from you, we're going to this event coming up and we, we want T-shirts. So we thought we would put your sh- your picture on the shirt so these are children right so i i emailed them back i said yeah you can use my photo but you have to send me a picture of you guys wearing the shirts 
So these are children. You know, you think this is going maybe going to go nowhere, right? Right. So time passes, and maybe I don't know. A couple of months later, boom! Here comes the email, and there's about five percussionists lined up with some percussion instruments, and they're wearing the Mark Shelton T-shirt. Oh, that's awesome! You should market that. <laughs> So you, you never know who's watching those videos. Yeah. When you go out and do professional development for uh, educators, what sorts of things do you do for them or with them? Okay. Uh, I teach uh, improvisation using the drum circle, using interactive drumming. Uh, I've been presenting a workshop for students for years uh, where I teach just basics of improvisation. And so I share that with teachers. Uh, also, some things out of the book, some bucket drumming, uh, also some technology integration and uh, some found sound stuff. So I'm going to be in, for the folks that are listening, if you're in Nebraska, I'm coming to Nebraska in November for the Nebraska Music Educators Conference. I'm presenting three sessions there. And then I know a lot of folks come right here to Texas. People from all over the country come to Texas for TMEA. And I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that I was chosen for a clinic there this year on that Saturday, bright and early eight o'clock but come on out got some bucket drumming happening there yeah yeah nothing against any of the other states but tmea is unlike anything else that you'll ever go to Twenty-five thousand music teachers yeah it, it's it's crazy it's crazy it's it's over the top i mean i've been to some of the other state conventions and they're fine they're fun i've been to the midwest band orchestra clinic it's big but boy, it's just, it's massive. Yeah, yeah, it's San Antonio. Um, but, you know, it's not just Texans. Like I said, people come from other states because it's, it's so, so large. Yeah. Uh, Mark, any last thing you want to share with us? I am so honored to, to be on the podcast. I, I love what you guys are doing. And, you know, you, you guys are the real deals out there, the, the, the real music teachers that are the day-to-day guys. And I, so I'm just hoping, I'm hoping that my books, my resources are, are helping some folks make things better and easier. So, yeah, I'm just the guy. I'm, you know, I think of myself... Uh, it's kind of like that pastor evangelist thing. You know, the pastor is there day in and day out. He's got to really do the heavy lifting. The evangelist guy just comes in with maybe five good sermons and then splits town. I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of the evangelist guy. I just got a, a few, few tricks up my sleeve there with these books and some of the, the workshops I present. But you guys are out there doing the heavy lifting day to day. So thanks a lot. And thanks for, after a, after a hard day of teaching, finding the time to put together a podcast and blogs and this kind of thing. So thanks, guys, for having me on. Well, we like sharing with people, and we like finding things like this book that helps 
um, you know, technology become a little bit easier for, for teachers and ways for that people can incorporate it. Chris and I are very eager to play with things and, and share our ideas, but other people um, need some guidance sometimes, I think. So we appreciate having you. And uh, and I'm glad you reached out to us because I would never have seen that book otherwise. So where where is this getting marketed at? West Music, for example. Uh, you could order it probably from Stanton's or or Pender's Music. You know, those, those folks will get it for you directly from Lorenz website also. Yeah, I was going to say the actual publisher ID is 75 slash 1043H. And it's listed at 19.95, and your local music store should be able to order it from Heritage Music Press. All right, thanks, Mark. Appreciate your time. Thanks a bunch. 